You are listening to Your First 100K, the number one podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, coaches, and business owners who want time freedom and financial freedom so that they can provide for their families, travel the world, and give back to the less fortunate. If that's you, then sit back and stay tuned in because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Joseph Warren. I started my first multi-million dollar business at age 19 and wasted away my 20s trying to find happiness through money, success, and pleasure. I made millions, but I still didn't feel happy or fulfilled until I learned the real secrets of success. So the big question is this, how can Christian entrepreneurs like us who didn't give up on our dreams build a highly profitable six to seven figure business without being unethical, doing it all ourselves and neglecting our family and our faith? Well, that is the question. And this podcast will give you the solutions and strategies you've been looking for. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you're new here, then welcome. I have a free 10-day training waiting for you over at first100k.com. Again, go to first100k.com to grab your free 10-day training. Today, my featured guest is Tommy Rodriguez. And Tommy Rodriguez is, he likes to be called man of the people, right? You can find him on Instagram. He's got over a million people following him on his Instagram account. There's a reason why Startup Nation. So Tommy's going to get into his story and I'm going to dig deep into it. But he uh, threw a little hook out there. He's like, hey, Joseph, I was homeless once, not too long ago. Uh, Now I'm making eight figures, eight figures. Okay. And the way he's done it is he's created a digital automation business, not only for himself, but now he teaches his clients how to do that, how to uh, create these digital automation assets using specifically Amazon's platform. So he's going to talk about that today. He's the creator of Amazon automation. He's an investor and again, a man of the people. So you can find him at TommyRodriguez.com, TommyRodriguez.com on Instagram at Trod, at T-R-O-D as in David. Okay, so Tommy, welcome to your first 100K, top 100 podcast in entrepreneurship. Take about just 30 seconds. Uh, Just share um, something about you, fill in some of the gaps in that intro. So first, I appreciate you even having me on here. It's definitely an honor to you know be on this podcast. Truly honored. So real quick, just uh, just a little bit of that intro. Like he said, like Joseph said, from the ages of fourteen to seventeen years old, basically I was getting in trouble with the law uh, from fights, breaking in, and things that I wasn't. I'm not really so proud of, right? But they made me who I am. Uh, basically, at 17 years old, my mother said, you know, I'm, I'm really getting sick of this. You're in and out of juvie. And then when you're not, you're getting in trouble and getting in fights, doing this. So I'm going to kick you out. You're going to have to learn how to grow up and be a man. Uh, of course, back in the day, I thought, like, damn, does, you know, does my mom not love me anymore? It's What's tough going love, on? man. It, the, the, it, you know, I'm going through a little bit of a growth phase here. And, you know, some issues and challenges, just being young and dumb. And she kicked me out at 17 years old. Um and it forced me to, I would say, level up in life overall, 
Uh, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can connect the dots looking back though, right? So everything that I learned, you know, from being homeless to learning how to survive on my own made me exactly who I am in a nutshell. Got it, man. No, thanks for sharing that, you know, and I personally resonate with doing really dumb things at a young yeah. age. My mother threw me out at age 16. Um, so I completely get it. Uh, she sent me packing up to my aunt in Maryland for six months, which was one of the best things ever. And yeah. my aunt just loved on me. She didn't judge me for my stupid childish actions. And uh, it brought me back. Right. And, and then I started making really good decisions after that. So I get it. So Tommy, the accent comes from Boston, Massachusetts. You're a Northeastern guy here in the USA, uh, just like myself. Uh, you're living in Florida. One of the yeah. two, I like to say the two freedom states in America right now, you know. Um, but anyway, share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Oh, that's a tough question. I don't know what they don't know. Um, be honest, my, my circle and people who are part of my business have, were friends way before they even became, you know, became part of my company. Mm. Um that that, that what's something it could be embarrassing i i don't even know i'm trying i'm trying to <laughs> i'm trying to think because i i feel like my friends know me like they know the back of their hand no worries um, man all right so, listen we'll we'll move forward i'm gonna let you yeah, up the hook but if you come up with something you share it okay that, definitely i don't care if it's embarrassing or not whatever exactly the thing with me is whatever happened in the past made you whether the good the bad not so good it made you exactly who you are right yeah i agree so, man it's all part of it right all right. So let's get into business here. Okay. So how long ago did you start this Amazon automation business for yourself? When you started out, you were doing it strictly for yourself, right? So how long ago was that? So I've been an entrepreneur now for nine years, March 4th, 2012. Again, I remember that day, like it was the back of my head. Um, my daughter, who's now nine, she was about to be born. I got into CPA marketing real quick. Uh, then eventually a little multi-level marketing. Um, and I was working like 18 to 20 hours a day when I first discovered how to make money online. Mm. Um, again, I did that for about a year and a half, two years. And it wasn't until 2014 that I discovered, you know, drop shipping. That's exactly what we do now. And I started with eBay when I realized I could make money on eBay after a couple months and it was working. I took my talents basically over to Amazon to learn the Amazon's platform. Uh, it was 10 times harder, but the traffic was also 10 times greater, obviously eBay versus Amazon. So I basically learned to pick up the studies, uh, tried to study how to do dropshipping. I learned a lot of this stuff through the in and outs of my own trial and error. And I'll be honest, it took probably a good year, right? A, a year before, like, I really started getting real comfortable with this. Uh, there was a lot of times, like, I always tell people when I'm on podcasts or shows or people who talk to me, I wanted to break and smash my laptop almost every single day for that year. Cause like, as soon as I thought I overcame one obstacle, boom, I got hit with another two or three obstacles or this or suspension or this. And it was definitely, um, it definitely wasn't fun. Right. Mm. But one of the things that I can look back on now, and one of the things that I've learned, because I also work out a lot business, whether it's, whether it's business relationships, fitness, without resistance, your muscles can't grow. Right. So the same thing applies to the business. When you have the resistance, that's the best time for you to actually be able to grow. So I did it for about a year before I actually started hiring what you call freelancers back in the day. So 2015, then they started taking over my store. Again, and this I've already went through like 10 to 20 virtual assistants before I found good people. Uh, but they were starting to run the stores for me. 
And then after about six months of that, so basically about a year and a half of doing Amazon, I opened the doors, give or take, to start coaching people, teaching people how to do Amazon dropshipping. One-on-one, because people were seeing my results. I was making money. I didn't need anybody. I didn't need to recruit anybody. I didn't need to do any of that. I could make money on Amazon's platform, and it was a great feeling. But I believe Jim Ron said, the way to get what you want, you help enough people get what they want, you get what you want, right? Mm -hmm. And I believe that, hey, if I make an X, Y, and Z on Amazon, if I also teach people, I can also change their lives. And obviously, the benefit of that byproduct is obviously, I'll be able to make more money at the same time, right? Just like a doctor took an oath. He took an oath because he wants to help people, but he still wants to get paid, right? Mm -hmm. At the the end of the day. So speed up to 2017, uh, I was looking into real estate and some of the ideas came to for like into my head about Amazon automation is that when I realized a lot of people using property management to manage their condos, to manage the apartment complex, whatever it was. So they didn't have to collect the rent. They didn't have to deal with the tenants. They didn't have to deal with the repairs. So the idea of Amazon automation came into play after at that point in 2017, I had three, four stores running for myself. So if my team could run stores for me, why can't I put a system together to do this for other people that don't have time to learn Amazon dropshipping, that have other businesses that are just busy? Some people weren't impressed about doing them this themselves because they were just busy. Mm-hmm. But then the idea in 2000, mid-17, I took on some clients who are current students of mine of my teaching program to you know, do the Amazon automation. Basically, again, it's a digital asset where we run stores on behalf of our clients and utilize them their credit to sell on that platform, right? So basically uh, outside of the initial setup, once the setup is all said and done, we do everything from finding the products, listing the products, shipping them out to the customers, handling the returns, everything from A to Z. So 2000, mid 17, uh, basically did a trial run with, again, students. 2008, early beginning January, it became very public. So it's basically about three and a half, four years now that I've been doing this model. Uh, we have about a thousand plus clients with my service. Um, and I have to tell you though, it definitely wasn't all, as much as I already knew how to do Amazon and I had freelancers back in the day, it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows, right? Like this is, no business is perfect, nothing's perfect. And, you know, but I keep trying to perfect my system to make it better and better, you know, for obviously my clients experience. And we have a lot of clients who are doing exceptionally well with my service and uh, they get to you know work another business they they have a job i've had some people last year put you know three three hundred four hundred k down from the profits they made onto a house i've had other people just take trips i've had other people just use their money they've made to just invest into other things mm-hmm. you know because at the end of the day multiple streams of income is the key especially in today's society i agree with that completely i mean look at the volatility of society itself and the government and <laughs> everything that's happening you're like i mean literally in seven days everything can be like completely different than today right oh, Let's look I, at it. absolutely and i think covid i think covid really is much like for me it helped our business right because yeah. now more than ever people were starting to shop online your grandmother sure. your mother your father people that normally weren't shopping online were now starting to shop online that's a so, good point right because their generation oh i don't do technology and then and after covid everybody I do technology. <laughs> it's, exactly. like, it's like, so, I'll, I'll figure it out. So let me ask you this. Um, you know, as you start out, it, it took about three and a half years to really get this business to take off. You're teaching others. But, you know, that first year, like you said, it was a lot of resistance. Oh, but you're able to look at resistance as 
uh, a requirement to growth, Absolutely. right? So the same way as going to the gym. So thank you for sharing that because a lot of our listeners, uh, you know, we need to make that connection because they constantly one thing pops up after another. And it's like, why, why isn't this working? Meanwhile, you and I are looking at them because we've been there, done that. And we're like, no, that's exactly why it's working. If things are popping up to slow you down and trip you and, and make you resist, that means you're growing. That Absolutely. means you're pro progressing. So what was the number one thing or the biggest thing, resistance, that tripped you up that made you almost quit? Uh, every day. Um, yeah, but do you remember, was there like one thing where you're like, that's it, I, I don't know if I could do this? So like. When I first got started online, I didn't know how to get traffic, right? And this is not like Amazon. This is just in general, just me trying to make something out of myself, right? Sure. Um, I had more jobs than birthdays back in the day. And when I discovered that you can make money online, I was really skeptical because I, I didn't have friends or family that were making money online. And I always used to hear the whole pyramid scheme and all oh, this and that. And But I was, I was broke and I was also struggling. So I knew like, I can't, I can't stay on both. I have to, you know, I have to pick something, right? So I took a chance on myself and because I was always taking a chance for another boss and, and having them potentially give me the life that I potentially wanted. Um, so I took a chance on myself. So like with like, let's say MLM or CPA, I didn't have the consistent flow of income, right? Mm -hmm. When I first got started online, I'd make 50 bucks in a day, 60 bucks, but I might've had to work two days for that 50 bucks overall. And when I saw the money come in, it was nice. I was like, damn, it feels good. It feels like a million bucks. Mm -hmm. Just, I'm not looking at the hours that I worked to obtain that 50 or hundred dollars. I'm looking at the fact is that I made this without working a corporate job. So in my mind, that was, that was like everything, but the problem that my brain was trying to trick me with was, I well, this isn't consistent. You don't know what you're going to make next week. Mm. That was one of my biggest struggles that I had to try to overcome because, you know, you have to figure, as an entrepreneur, you never know when your next paycheck is, especially when you're first starting off and you got bills piling up, credit cards, companies calling you, got to pay this, got to pay your rent. So it, the uncertainty is part of the whole process. So what did I, you do to get past that, that mental block? I started reading books. Eric Thomas um, started listening to him on YouTube. I started listening to Jim Ron. I started listening to Tony Robbins. I started trying to listen to those people. And then I started also connecting with more like-minded people, people who are already doing certain levels of at that time of where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And I knew it was far off, but if I could at least listen to the, all these people's inspiration, it kept me motivated, right? It kept me motivation. You need it every single day, but you have to follow that up by actual the habits that help with the motivation, right? So that that ultimately helped get my head in the game because there was multiple times where I was made I made money, but I went out and I filled out job applications. But then they would call me two, three days later, a week later, and when they call me, I was in a I was in a better head frame, better head uh, mindset, mm -hmm. and. I said, look, not for nothing. I appreciate you calling me back, but I'm actually not interested anymore. I have something I'm working on. Boom, 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 boom. You know, a lot of people thought I was crazy. Friends, family, like when you make money, I'll do it too. Or this, like, as if like, I'm trying to convince them, like I'm doing this for me and my family. You know, I, I did try to put my family on. Like I tried to put my sister back in the day on to, I tried to put, help put my mom on and everybody just thought it was one of those 
a, a facade, a fade, uh, something that I'm just going to kick out of it. And I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to finish because uh, I never graduated, by the way, either. Since my mother kicked me out, I dropped out on the last year because I figured my survival was much more you know, important. And, and living in Boston during the wintertime, it's, it's, it's not fun. Um, I figured that was more important for my overall, overall long-term growth. I did try to go back and get my uh, good enough diploma, my GED. Um, and I did fail that twice, but I guess I'm living proof that you don't need a college degree to be successful. You don't need to graduate. And I'm not saying anything, there's nothing wrong with those things. What I am saying is that most of the people that I know that are super successful dropped out of college, didn't finish high school. Um, you just have to be, you have to accept the the fact is that that kind of knowledge is not the only kind of knowledge that you need. You need self-education and if you do that, like, I mean, honestly, like, I'm not going to say the sky's the limit because, I mean, the limits can be as high as you want it to be. And yeah. again, I'm living proof. Nine years in this game, I'm about to be 34 tomorrow. Yep. Um, and Happy it's, birthday, brother. Thank really. you, man. I, I, so I listen, uh, revenue-wise, if you're willing, how much yeah. uh, is your business? How much did you all do last year in the past 12 months, gross in, revenue? In, in 2020 alone, obviously it's 2021, I believe we did about 18 to 20 million. Got it. And that's without a high school diploma. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. All right. Uh, you know what I love about that, Tommy? You just took away everyone's excuse. Yeah. Like everyone's excuse is like, God, like do the work, people. Stop making the excuses. I don't have the education. I don't have the pedigree. I don't have the family money. Yeah. But you got something. It's called work. Yeah. Go do it. <laughs> Yeah. Go do it, man. You're like, you just got to have that why, big enough why. What was your why, Tommy? What was the thing that kept you going 18, 20 hour days, not quitting, not giving up? Was it your family? Was it your baby? Like, what was your why? You know, there would be many times back in the day, uh, even thinking about it, I feel like I'm like getting in my head emotionally about it because it's, it's, it's okay. Not, I have people cry on this show. Go for you it. Know what I mean, um, my daughter was going to be born like four months after I discovered, you know, entrepreneurship. Um, my mindset back in the day was I, I can't even provide for myself. How am I going to provide for another human being that's coming into this world? Um, and I, I'm going to be real. Like I was just sick of being fucking <laughs> sick of being broke. Excuse the language, but I was just sick of it. Um, you know, I was living paycheck to two days before paycheck. Right. Um, I never figured I could never figure out how to get ahead. My credit card ratio, I was maxed out 90% of the time, if not 95% of it. Mm. Um, but I always had that ambition in me, I think, to, to want more. I just, I, I didn't know a way. And I, I know a lot of people that hit me up on the DMs on social media. Hey, dude, I, I don't know how to make money. I don't know how to do this. Like, I will send them a Google link. Google and YouTube can be your best friends in the beginning stages. I, you can find articles, top freaking 50 ways to make money without money out of pocket, as long as you're not lazy. And, and ultimately, that's why I started Google and YouTube. They are little legit your best friends. I think the biggest focus is that this focus for a lot of people is a lot of people do have a, a little thing called excusitis, where we make excuse after excuse after excuse, but yet we're the ones that are in control right? The whole time. And I think a lot of people rather Netflix and chill, Blockbuster and chill back in the day, whatever the, whatever it is, it's more, it's for a lot of people, they'd rather be entertained than trying to soak in new knowledge. 
And it's, it's easy, again, to be this focused when you're looking on Google and ways to make money because you see all these things and you have no idea where to start. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the best thing that Robert Kiyosaki, Robert Kiyosaki taught me in Rich Dad, Poor Dad, focus, follow one course until successful. Yes. Right. So it might sound cliche, but like if, if it's Forex, you're trying to learn. If it's Amazon, you're trying to learn Etsy, uh, eBay, uh, stocks, whatever it is, focus on one thing and, and, and study the craft, you know, and study and learn it and just start there. You can't, you, if you do it for long enough, eventually, and you actually practice what you preach and you're doing it, you're going to get good at what you do. Right. It's impossible to be working something six, eight, 10 hours a day and not have progress. There you go. And you did that with drop shipping, right? And now you're doing $18 million a year in your craft because you learn the craft. Excellent. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take that as your first top tip and strategy is to focus. Yeah. Focus, pick one thing. Now, Startup Nation, you may be sitting there and saying, listen, I got all this experience. I got talents in different areas. How do I know which thing? I could be successful, I think, in multiple things. How do I pick the one thing and, and know it's the right choice and not have buyer's remorse five years from now? What would you say to them, Tommy? It's actually a really valid question. I guess you never really truly know. You know, I guess if I would have questioned myself uh, back in 2014 when I started Amazon, how do I know that stocks wouldn't have been my thing or Forex or, you know, a brick and mortar business or opening up a gym? Um, I think, I think, I think you have to be passionate about it, right? You have to like to learn. If you don't like to learn, you're never going to be successful. You have to constantly like to learn. Like even in my business, there's so many challenges that we have to deal with it. But the excitement for me comes from overcoming those challenges, right? I, when it's like, oh, this is so stressful. This is super stressful. But then all of a sudden we overcome those things, whether it takes a couple of weeks, a couple of months, and, it, and it's a relief, but we know that we did it, yeah. right? So I think, I think you have to obviously be passionate about what you're learning. I know, again, for me, I wasn't passionate in the beginning, not like the Amazon days, but like I was just trying to make money. <laughs> I didn't care how I made it online. I was just trying to figure out a way to do it legally and ethically. So, but it wasn't, it, it, I was only doing that to serve something else that I wanted, which was, I, I feel like now my purpose, which is Amazon. Seven years in the game, you know, and I know in the beginning, uh, some of the video you said that I teach others and just to clarify, you know, for your audience is that, you know, I currently don't teach anymore, right? I run a service for people. So it, it's, it takes the hands off. I have to learn how to do Amazon drop shipping to where me and my team uh, in, in Columbia, where we manage and we have employees, where we do all the leg for poor people who do not uh, have the time to learn or because it's too complicated or because they want to spend more time with their family. That's, I think, one of the biggest perks to, you know, obviously what I offer is that um, even though it's not perfect all the time and there's ups and downs, whatever, however, that it gives people the ability to not have to learn, if that makes sense. That makes if sense. You were, if you're just starting off, again, like I said, I would, I would find something that you at least have somewhat passionate for that you can make some money. And if you're not fully passionate about it, maybe you can use it to fund your passion. Yeah. Hopefully well I said. Am. Well said. And before we wrap up uh, our show here, I want to um, just change course a little with the conversation because you spoke about qualifying uh, your clients before you work with them, uh, especially because you're selling high ticket 
uh, service. And you don't want the wrong person to come in with the wrong expectations and then jack up your reputation, right? So speak to us about that and the value of almost over-qualifying your clients and the people that you're going to work with and why that's important. So I'm going to say why it's important is because that, you know, you could build up your reputation for four years and you can have it destroyed or people could try to tarnish your name in literally days, weeks, hours, uh, just by a post. Um, you know, throughout the years, one thing I have learned, because like I, I was telling you in, the, in 2019, my reputation was still great, but it wasn't at the level that it should have been at, which is at the level that it's been at for the last year and some change now. And because of that, people did try to tarnish my name. People did try to, to you know, throw hate and, oh, it didn't, you know, it's been six months and I don't have a Lamborghini yet or whatever the case is. So I think making sure that like, and everything that I talk about with my service, it's, it's very detailed, the good, the bad, the ugly, making sure the contract is very thorough so that people understand what they're getting into, all the videos that we shoot. It's super important because I like to keep my reputation clean. Uh, I think a lot of people, uh, because obviously if anyone has looked at Amazon automation nowadays, you will see it everywhere. And all these automations companies have literally followed my footsteps which is, which is really crazy. Um, but I guess imitation is the best form of flattery. So I, I guess I could say I'm flattered, but I feel like for a lot of other people, they, um, and I'm not going to speak too much about it, but I think a lot of other people, it's just a cash grab. They don't care, right? Like as much about their clients results. Like for us, like we got rid of the free, remember how I told you I had freelancers for five plus years. Once I realized I've been doing this automation and we've gotten great results with the freelancers, we decided we don't have control. I don't own the building. I don't own, they're not my employees. They're just virtual assistants. We have no control, even though they get great results on some level, we want more control. So for the last 10 months, we got rid of the old VAs and I put in millions of dollars in my infrastructure for the office, for the building, for software. And I have a company established in Columbia and I have employees to give us way more control and way more power just to show my clients like, look, this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to show you guys we're here for the long-term game. And I like to make sure that people understand that. And just, I don't know, about a month ago, I took down 12, 13 people on a private jet to Columbia. So people could see the back operations. They could see the office. They can meet the employees. They can see who's running their stores. And I'm actually going to go down again next month as well and bring more people with us because I'm all about long-term growth. I'm not trying to squeeze every nickel and dime I can right now. I'm trying to stretch for this for the next five, 10, 15 plus years. Um, and, you know, cause it's already been four years and we've accomplished so much in four years. So I'm, I'm super excited to see what we're going to do in the next five. You know? That's awesome. That's good Thanks. to plan ahead like that. All right, Tommy, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Okay. Don't, don't overthink it. It's just okay. for fun. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. All right. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur, bro? Freedom. Yeah. What's your least favorite thing? The nonstop stress. Yeah. What are you most afraid of? Failure. Got it. I believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our life, which is part of being human. What are you yeah. currently struggling with right now, either professionally or personally? Uh, staying off of social media sometimes. I will say that's a, an area I'm trying to work on. I, I, I spend too much time on my social media. Even when I have my kids, uh, it's 
it's sometimes like I got to put my phone in the safe to make sure that I'm not scrolling or checking stories. And it's been, I think for some people, it's a little bit of a struggle, but it's something that I'm trying to make sure that I'm being off the phone more proactively. Good job with that, by the way. What did you spend way too much time doing this past year other than social media? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Being unproductive in certain things. Uh, I think those, like I said, I, I think that could go to social media. Um, not, and even though my business is being ran, which is great, I think there's sometimes that I could have put in more, more effort on certain things, but I was being unproductive, I guess. Yeah, got it. What secret fear do you have about people? Uh, secret fear, right? Personal or in the business? Either. Um, I guess for business wise, uh, is that, and I guess this is why I'm transparent about what I do is that, that people don't understand that people, you can try to make sure that people can manage, you know, manage the expectations of people. But like I said, even in my business, uh, you can put all the expectations on the table and uh, people, it goes in the air out the other for some people. And it's, it's beyond stressful. It's because, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm trying to run a big business and do right by people. And if, people don't get it. And, and I made sure they understood or at least tried to. That's all I can do, I guess, you know, but that's a little stressful sometimes. Yeah, I get that. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? Get a mentor. Get a mentor. Yep. What is a new habit you want to create? I'm actually trying to, because I used to read weight when I first got started and I yeah. fell off that habit. And I'm actually, I just downloaded the app called audiobooks. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually starting to try to either listen or I, I do want to pick up more habits of trying to read a little bit more often to fill my brain with more productive knowledge and things that I'm unaware of. Yeah, for sure. And what's a bad habit you want to break? Uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, being off Instagram more often. I, again, that's <laughs> people don't know that uh like i think i guess that would go to what people don't know i think some of my friends do know that but like i even have like time limit set on my instagram for two hours and i don't always go through it and if i do sometimes it's way later in the day depending on what i'm doing but i i'm like that's like a real thing that i feel like i don't i kind of struggle with a little bit because sometimes it's just it's business right or you get addicted to people watching your story views scrolling who's watching your stories and Uh, yeah yeah that's a, that's, that's a little bit of something that I, uh, I truly genuinely want to break and I've been getting better for the last you know couple months. Um, but it's still one of those areas that in me personally, I know some people don't care about the social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, I care about it to a degree, but it's something that I want to break that habit a little more so that I can, I feel like I'll feel more free if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. And for all of you uh, judging Tommy out there saying, man, you spent two hours on your Instagram. What kind of person are you? Listen, you probably would too if you had a million followers. Okay. So don't be jealous. Don't be <laughs> jealous. All right. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Oh, God. Uh, three words. Um, that's tough. Um, who are you, Tom? A freedom, a freedom entrepreneur. Freedom entrepreneur. Got Free, it. Uh, you know, a serial an, an investor. Uh, and, and again, I'm just thinking in terms of business, right? Sure. Um, in, in terms of personal, I feel like a, a great father. Like I, I do cherish and like to do things with my kids. I think I spoil them a little bit too much. And I'm trying to kind of wind back from that too. And let my kids know like, this is, this is 
this is earned. It's not given. Yeah. So, you know, what, what you might take advantage of somebody else might need these socks or need this or all the, all the trips that we take, you know what I mean? So good yeah. for you and pick three words to describe who you were your first year in this business as an entrepreneur. Sure. Uh, uh, I, I would say from a mindset standpoint, I, I, I had a broke mindset. I had a broke mindset, but I obviously wanted to break out of that habit. There's nothing wrong with having a broke mindset because, you know, at the end of the day, we all start somewhere, but you have to become rich in your mind before you ever see it in your bank account at the end of the day. And, that, and that's one thing I've learned throughout, throughout the years. Like you can, you can talk all the good words you want, but if you have that broke mindset and that broke attitude, like you're never going to see it in your bank account. So your, your attitude will affect your altitude. That's so true. And last question, if you could come back to life after you died, Tommy, look your friends, your family, your kids in the eye and give them only one piece of advice about everything you've ever learned. What would you say to them? Uh, I would say, uh, and I think this revolves around, I guess, everything in relationships to being off social media, to business, to the gym. I think if you're not consistent and you're not persistent, then you're non-existent. You say that again for my listener. If you're, if you're not consistent and you're not persistent, then you're not existent. So I think no matter, again, I go to the gym like five days a week. I, I could work out as much as I want, but if I come home and I pound some cake, then I'm not really being consistent now, am I? You know, and I, and I think that a principle applies if you're trying to make your relationship better, if you are trying to, you know, get in the gym and get lean or fit or swole, if you're trying to make your business better, like whatever it is that you do in all your life, you just have to apply those. I think those principles because too many people will do something one or two times, and they'll be like, "Yeah," and they they feel so great about themselves. The problem is like that one or two times isn't going to make you swole. It's not going to make you lean. It's not going to change your business. You have to constantly do it to keep constantly growing and making it better. Awesome. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first one hundred thousand dollars this year in their business? So obviously everyone's business will vary. Um, I think obviously the consistency will boil down to it, but look, you know, I'm, I'm just a guy that, that nine years ago, I just, I just wanted something better for me and my family. I, I, yeah, I have a nice house. I have the nice cars. I can travel. I can do almost whatever I want. But the, the biggest thing is like, that wasn't my goal. Like for me, it wasn't my goal. My goal was so that I didn't ha- I did not have to answer to anybody. I did not want to work a job. I did not. Once I got a taste of making money without having a boss, like, I mean, it's been nine years. Like, like if I can do it, it's like, if you see my social media uh, and stuff that we have, like, this is like, it's earned. I, I, I really had to work my tail off to make this stuff become a reality. And honestly, if I can do it from so many different walks and different backgrounds in my life, from you know, retail to blue collar industry to construction, I, I mean, I had so many freaking jobs that, if I can do it from all these walks, you could do it too. I'm not special. I'm not gifted. I don't have rich mommy and daddy. Hell, I haven't even talked to my dad in like 10 years. My mom definitely didn't have money. I, I wanted to be the first person in my family to not only be a millionaire, multimillionaire and change that, I would call that curse. I wanted to be the first one and I was the first one to do it. And all it takes is one person in your family, you, whoever's watching this, to break that curse, to change the habits so that you can hopefully pass down those positive generations to you and your family. So again, if I can do it, you can absolutely do it too. It's 
just got to put it. So what did Tommy do? Startup nation. Let's just recap this. What did he do? Two things. He was consistent and persistent. Those are your ingredients, consistent and persistent. Are you willing to do it? You got to look yourself in the mirror and get honest about it and stop making excuses. Absolutely. And stop just doing one or two little pushes, right? And thinking you you should get the results or you deserve the results because somebody told you you did. Like you got to do the work. You got to do it consistently and persistently and focus <laughs> on one thing. Focus yeah. on one thing. All right, Tommy Rodriguez, thank you for being on your first 100K. Um, where is the best way, uh, where's the best place for Startup Nation to get in touch with you, get involved with you, if they resonate with you, what do you got for them? So I would just tell you, obviously, I use my Instagram, obviously, like I said in the, this video, I use it uh, more. It's a T-Rod. A lot of people do pronounce it Trod, though, so I forgive them for that. I um, so apologize, <laughs> sir. Go ahead. No, it's all good. I, T-Rod, I, I, T-Rod. T-Rod. So T-R-O-D. And honestly... If you're coming onto my uh, my Instagram and you're just one f- trying to find out who I am, what I'm all about, read some of my captions on my, you know, my posts. Hopefully, it'll motivate you, inspire. I have about 18 to 20 plus videos of me lives with clients, like either flew out here or I flew out to them. Watch some of those videos so that you can get a little more, you know, I would say that you can get educated on what I do. And then obviously if that interested you after the point, you can obviously send us a DM. My sales team will be able to send you the stuff that you need to review the main video and then book a call with the sales team that can just kind of really more or less educate you and send you out the contract. But educate yourself, check out some of the stuff that I have going on, watch some of the videos again, just so you can know all the good, the bad, the expectations, uh, you know, if that's something that you feel like it's not, and if not, and it's, if it's not what you're looking for, or we're not a good fit. Cool. I hope that a lot of the stuff that I post or say will give you some type of motivation or a kick in the butt so that, you know, you can break the family curse. You can make your first hundred K you can make your first million. You can make your first multi-millions and tell you, once you break your first hundred K or how even your first million, I promise you, those are the hardest things to do. But once you do it, it gets a whole lot easier and it's definitely worth it. All right, Tommy Rodriguez. You can find him at TommyRodriguez.com. Tommy, I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, sir. Enjoy, brother. Hey, Startup Nation. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to my show. Whenever you're ready, there are three ways I can help you. Number one, Grab your free 10-day training at first100k.com. That's first100k.com. Number two, get your hands on a copy of my new book, Your First 100K, How to Make Six Figures in Under 12 Months at josephwarren.net. That's josephwarren.net. And number three, connect with me to discuss how I can work with you on a more personal or one-on-one level at blowuprocks.com. That's blowuprocks.com. I'll see you next week on your first 100K. And remember that wherever you are in your entrepreneurial journey, you're just 100K away.